from WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. There is considerable uncertainty about how economic policies may change and what effect they will have on the economy. That is Janet Yellen, chair of the Federal Reserve, talking recently about President-elect Trump's economic plan and how the Fed might respond. Basically, she's admitting that until the Fed knows the details about future infrastructure spending or tax cuts... We're operating under a cloud of uncertainty at the moment. But one thing is certain. The new president is no big fan of Yellen or her policies. Here is candidate Trump talking to Bloomberg News. Janet Yellen, for political reasons, is keeping the interest rate so low that the next person who takes over as president could have a real problem. So as Trump prepares to boost our nation's economy, are he and Janet Yellen set on a collision course? And what could that mean for the rest of us? With me are Catherine Rempel with The Washington Post and James Surowiecki with The New Yorker. And Jim, I'll start with you. What is it that the Fed is actually worried about? Well, the Fed's concern at the moment is the possibility of higher inflation as a result of either excessive economic growth or if Trump were to actually enact some of these plans like, say, massive tax cuts or uh, more infrastructure spending, which theoretically could really meaningfully boost the deficit, that in turn might help accelerate either inflation or interest rates. And so the Fed at this moment thinks that the economy is roughly speaking around full employment close to its natural growth limit. And as a result, is concerned that further stimulus will probably end up boosting inflation rather than creating real economic growth. So, Catherine, then what would the Fed do if something like that were to happen? One possibility would be to speed up its path of raising interest rates. They have already said that they are likely to raise interest rates, I think, three times in the coming year. I would also add to what Jim said that another concern that they could potentially have at this point is not only about the economy overheating, but about other sort of wackier economic policies that Trump has been flirting with, having a trade war, for example, mass deportation. He's spoken in flattering terms about returning to the gold standard. So a lot of these other kinds of policies that he's talked about, even if he doesn't adopt them wholesale, could create uncertainty and and potentially freak out markets. So if the Fed were to take some of those actions like increasing interest rates, what do you think could be the likely response from Trump? I mean, how do you think he would respond to anything that might end up styming his goals to try and grow the economy? Well, I mean, I think he was gesturing toward that in the clip you played, which is to say that in a sense, because of interest rates, are where they are, they can really only go up. And it seems unlikely that he'll be happy about that. Now, I should say that while I am not a fan really of Trump's economic policies generally, I do think the Fed is being excessively conservative about wanting to raise interest rates at the moment and the fact that it's already on this path to do so. Catherine? Trump was getting on the Fed's case for potentially keeping interest rates artificially low during the campaign, which he said was to help Obama slash Hillary Clinton. One could imagine that he will politicize uh, any decisions that they make going forward as well, if and when they continue to raise interest rates and say that they're just trying to um, attack him to make him look bad. And, you know, we have a long history in this country of the independence of the Fed, of the uh, administration not interfering with Fed policy, not even commenting on Fed policy. And I could imagine that the Federal Reserve, Janet Yellen uh, in particular, might be concerned about his essentially interfering and trying to politicize things that they believe are not political. But for people like Trump and other conservatives, many of them do think that the Fed is not independent, that it has already been politicized and kept these rates low, as we heard, to benefit Obama. And there is proposals to audit the Fed or to have more oversight of the Fed, what exactly would that look like and how would that change how the Fed operates? 
Well, right now we actually do have an auditing process for the Fed. So this uh, effort to say audit the Fed is a bit of a misnomer. We actually do have oversight of the Fed. That said, it does have a lot of independence. Um, It traditionally does not experience interference from either the executive branch or Congress, except when it comes to personnel appointments. And that's a good thing. If you look at the research about central banks here and around the world, a more independent central bank has more credibility with markets and has more powerful policy levers at its disposal when they are necessary to intervene with the business cycle. Trump is going to have an influence, though, on the Fed. There are current openings. Janet Yellen's term expires next year. He's going to make these appointments. What's the Fed going to look like during his administration? I think the challenge when it comes to all this and thinking about it is that it's not clear to me that Trump himself has a very clear idea of what he wants monetary policy to be. Because on the one hand, he was sort of inveighing against these low interest rates. On the other hand, he's described himself as a low interest – I'm a low interest rate guy because he's a developer. So he obviously likes it when money is cheap. So it's not clear to me exactly who he will end up appointing, even the kind of person he'll end up appointing which I think is true of a lot of his decisions. But I think the reality is that anybody who's genuinely independent is going to serve as a kind of burr in Trump's saddle. If Donald Trump doesn't like what the Federal Reserve is doing and there's a clash that starts happening between him and Janet Yellen or he criticizes her on Twitter – How does that play out for the average American and what could be the consequences? I think the most likely consequence is turmoil in the financial markets, that if it looks like the Fed's independence has been compromised or if the the Fed is doing things to avoid retribution from the administration, for example, then people won't trust that its policy levers are as powerful as they once were. That could potentially cause panic in the financial markets. And if there's panic in the financial markets, that affects, you know, equities that can affect we saw bond what happened prices. In 2008. Right. So that doesn't only affect, you know, traders on Wall Street. It affects lots of people who have investments, uh, their retirement accounts, for example, or what happens to interest rates if they want to buy homes. So, you know, there is kind of this potential domino effect. And there's a reason why we have this longstanding norm of non-interference. So if you were providing advice to either the Fed chair, Janet Yellen, or the incoming president to navigating this relationship, uh, what would you say? Don't step on each other's toes is basically what the market seemed to want, to have the uh, technocrats at the Fed doing their own thing, free of political interference, and have their independence basically be sacrosanct. That sounds right. I think the one interesting question is that There are Republicans in Congress who would like the Fed to only worry about inflation. At the moment, the Fed is worried about not just keeping prices stable, but also making sure as many people in America are working as can. I think it's good that the Fed has this dual mandate. And I think one of the interesting questions is whether Republicans who want to get rid of the employment part of it will be able to push that through Congress. And the impact of that? Well, if it were to go through, I think what you'd see is a central bank that's much more concerned about solely keeping inflation low and not really worried at all about actually boosting the job market. Well, James Sarawicki is with The New Yorker and Catherine Rempel is with The Washington Post. Thank you both for joining. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me. And I'm Charlie Herman. And this is Money Talking from WNYC. 